Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday, January the 24th. Our reading this morning is a continuation of the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 3, verses 31 through 35. Mark, chapter 3, verses 31 through 35. The first principle the first foundational principle of the moral life is a very simple one on its face. Do good, avoid evil. That's the first principle of living the moral life. Naturally, the question is, what is the good to be done? What is the good to be pursued, to practice, to live, and what is the evil to be avoided? Uh, Jesus answers that question. Uh, in the story of the rich young man who comes to Jesus and says, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus begins by saying to him, why do you call me good? There is only one who is good, and that is your Father in heaven. Only Almighty God is good. However, we know that on earth, God provides us with many goods, many good things, the gift of our life, and all of the goods necessary for us to live, beginning with the most basic, food, uh, hydration, clothing, shelter. Those are the basic goods for survival. If do good and avoid evil is the first principle of morality, we know the first law of nature is to survive, self-preservation. And we must take care of and pursue those goods with, a, with an S, those goods which allow us to exist. Because if we don't begin with our own survival, our own life, then all the other goods make no sense because we won't be around to uh, have them. And so we begin there, those goods. But then we know that as human beings, we have a higher order, a higher level of development. We are called to develop a mind, the mental capacities that we have through the gift of reason. And we choose those goods which enhance our understanding, our knowledge, that leads us into truth. Truth about the world, truth about others, and truth about ourselves. And we also know that we have a higher realm even than that of the physical and the mental. We have the goods of our soul, our spirit, to seek that which transcends, is higher above than those of our body, our mind. It is that of our immortal soul, which brings us, of course, into contact with the one alone who is good, Almighty God. 
Those are the goods we are to achieve, pursue. We also know that at times in our life, goods conflict. We have many goods that come to us at once. Uh, do I read this book or do I take care of feeding my stomach? Because I'm starting to get a headache and I haven't had nourishment all day. Well, the most basic needs to be taken care of first, without which our studies, our reading, our meditation, our prayers become distracted. We lose concentration. We get headaches. We have the growling of our stomach that says, come on, time to feed me. So we have to be able to discern the order of goods that we pursue, which means we must practice the virtues. In choosing goods, things that are good for us, like food, we also have to practice the virtue of temperance. Not too little, but then not too much, not to become gluttonous, whereby we overeat, we overstuff ourselves in which we do not uh, eat to live. Some people live to eat, and we know the consequences of that. Even the higher goods of the life of the mind. Some people pursue all kind of intellectual things, gaining of knowledge, and they suffer in their relationship with others. They neglect the family, they neglect friendships, they neglect the basic everyday courtesies of life. Well, that good now has become something that's less than good. And we also know that we can have a false notion of pursuing the spiritual life. We can become so devoted that our relationship with God is uh, God and me, I, thee, and we forget the we. That is, to love God and to love our neighbor as ourself, to love others. So temperance keeps us in balance. And we also have to practice prudence, the first of the virtues, because it is in prudence that we learn what is really good for us and what just appears to be good. What is good of higher value than something that is of a lesser good. We don't, we don't live our life totally in the bargain basement, but we also seek the higher realms, the things above. Do we seek buying the new car rather than at the same time? Or we delay the buying of the car to take care of our families, to take care of ourselves, to offer to Almighty God uh, what we have so that we may help others. Again, with balance, though, with prudence. And what puts all of those together is the virtue of love, the theological virtue. For when we love in the right way, love God, neighbor, self, we live the balanced life. And we are to avoid evil, avoid evil. 
That is, uh, we anticipate. We should anticipate those situations, those persons, those objects, which separate us from God and from others. Money is a good. Uh, you know, uh, without money, it's hard to exist. Uh, you can go to the store, but you have to have money to buy what's in the store. Medicine, education for children, clothing, shelter. Money is a necessity, especially in a, a economic society that is structured along the lines of capitalism, which is a good system. It's the best we have. It's the best known because it provides goods and services to all, all the people. But again, you need money. But if money becomes the sole object of your life, as it does for some people, then it corrupts. It ruins our relationships with others. It destroys families. We also know it corrupts our soul. We don't need the Christmas carol of Ebenezer Scrooge or Simon Legree. We know what money does, what we allow it to become. It becomes our little God, and it can pervert us from the true living God. So we have to practice the virtues, the virtue of faith and of hope, the theological virtues, God's gifts, so all of these work together, and it helps us to avoid and to live in balance that which is truly good. And ultimately, all the goods that we have, all that we have, no matter how small, no matter how meager, no matter how uh, they're not the best and the shiniest and the biggest and the brightest, but if they're goods, they allow us to indeed live well, live well, not, not luxuriously, but well. Those are goods, but all goods come from Almighty God. In our gospel reading from the Gospel of St. Mark, Jesus says, whoever does the will of God is brother and sister and mother to me. Notice that be part of Jesus' family and the family of, of all of us together, the human family. The good is to first and foremost love God. As Jesus says, there is only one who is good. Only one. Your Father in heaven. So even at Mass, we say, the one prayer that Jesus taught our Father who art in heaven, holy is your name. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The freedom to choose what is really good first and foremost, the will of God. What is God calling us today? Well, it requires us to listen, to open our being, to be alert and attentive to what the Lord is calling us, not, not everybody else, 
But what is the Lord calling us to choose that? So let us this day focus our minds and our hearts, our whole being, and in all the days that the Lord gives us each day. Lord, into your hands I commend my spirit. Your will be done in me and through me in all things so that at the end of this day that you have given me, your will has been done in me and through me. And I return to you in offering what you have first offered me, my life and the living of this day. That is the sacrifice and offering that the Lord desires, the giving of ourselves. And in so doing, we become brother and sister and mother and father to Almighty God, to Almighty God and Jesus, God's true and good family. God bless you.